But you know what, in studio, and we're very proud indeed to have him with us, this man has been very busy. And I think he's just been in the country for just two days, 48 hours. The new Bafana Bafana coach has arrived, as you might have noticed, and of course he's here to start his five-year tenure at the helm of the national team. Now, he's managed to outline his plans earlier today. If you're following and you're able to listen to the press conference from the headquarters of football in South Africa at Safa House. But we know that you also want to ask your questions and get to know his philosophy. And we know that there are perhaps those kind of things, though, that you wish could have been said that there were not. He's going to be joining us tonight here on Marat Sports Worldwide. And it's your opportunity to interact with the man who has been trusted, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, he has been trusted to take our football forward. Start thinking about it very, very carefully. And the one thing I'll ask you to do is ask very straightforward questions. Let's not give an opinion. Let's not ask long-winded things. Straightforward, so that we can get the answers that we deserve. He is the coach. So whatever your opinion about who could have been, who should have been, who must have been, is irrelevant. It's a five-year contract. And I'm sure he has signed it. If he hasn't, he'll tell me otherwise. Throw a couple of ideas, advice, whatever it is. You might not be at a coach at his level. You might not have won an AFCON. But we always value your opinion. So let me welcome live in our studio... Mr. Hugo Bruce, the Bafana Bafana coach. Coach, thank you so much indeed. Welcome to the country. Welcome to the show. Welcome to South Africa. Thank you. How are you feeling? It's been an exhausting 48 <clears throat> hours for you. Yes, um, it uh, has been two two days full of uh, of uh, meetings and appointments and uh, and so on. So uh, and also the trip from Belgium to South Africa. It's uh, it's a, it's a tough trip. You are 10 hours in uh, in aeroplane and uh, you are nearly 14, 15 hours on the way. So uh, I came here on uh, Monday uh, at 9.30 p.m. And uh, I was really exhausted and uh, I just have uh, the power to go to my bed and sleep. But uh, uh, the other day I had to wake up again at 5 o'clock because, because I had to go to a radio station. So... Uh, it's been tough the last days. But how are you feeling? Are you excited? Because a number of people that know you personally told me, even before you were announced, that for a very long time you've always wanted an opportunity to be number one in South Africa, but also to coach Bafana Bafana. Yes, it, um, <clears throat> it, uh, it's from after the Afghan of... Uh, 2017 that we won with Cameroon, there was already a contact between me and uh, and South Africa, but uh, for some reasons uh, it, uh, it didn't do it. So it always stays a little bit in my head uh, the last years, and I hoped, I hoped that one day maybe I should have the occasion to be the coach of Bafana Bafana, and uh, today it's a reality. So I'm uh, I'm very happy to be here and. Uh, and I, I'm looking forward to the tough job I have uh, in the in the next uh, in the next years. Have you signed the contract? No, uh, really signed. No, but uh, for me, a word is a word. And uh, 
you know, um, uh, deciding will will be tomorrow or after tomorrow. But this is not important. Uh, everything is okay. Uh, we agreed, and uh, I have the word of the of Safa, and they have my word, so it wouldn't change uh, in the next day. So uh, I will be the coach uh, of Bafana Bafana the next five years. I was going to say next five years. Those are the key words, coach. Mm -hmm. Is that the length of time that you would need? Because when you look at your coaching history, nobody has really given you that amount of time to coach. Yeah. Maybe they have, but it hasn't lasted five years. What is your feeling about a national team coach being given so much time? And in fact, the coach that coached South Africa to win the Africa Cup of Nations back in 1996, Clive yeah. Barker, yeah. was the longest serving coach, but he, he only had three years, believe yeah. it or not. Yeah. What's your feeling about the length of time that you've got? But uh, at the first moment, I was uh, very surprised <laughs> that uh, Safa offered me a contract of five years because in football, five years is very long very long yeah but uh, the other side that uh, uh, that shows uh, the the confidence that they have in me as a coach um, but you know uh, this this is only a figure five years and is it enough mm -hmm. uh, will I be ready a matter of speaking uh, um, in three years okay I, I don't know it I don't know it but for me it feels com comfortable that uh, that I have five years to do the job and that I know what the goals are. So uh, we have to build, we have, uh, we have to be patient, maybe sometimes, uh, because it doesn't succeed immediately. But uh, again, um, uh, it, it makes me comfortable that, uh, that I have uh, five years, and I hope, I hope, really I hope, that I uh, don't need five years <laughs> to, uh, to achieve the goal that we, uh, that we, that we uh, have to achieve. Before we talk about those goals and we go deep into the football aspect of our conversation, coach, and um, do realize that we, we're going to be chanting to the coach up until the end of the show. That is just how much time is given us, despite him uh, being as tired as he is. But uh, this is a national, continental, and worldwide platform, and uh, we, we need to give him all the time to understand him, to listen carefully, hear his philosophy, and get to know the man himself, because... You know, sometimes little clips and, you know, little bites here and there do not make the man. And I hope that at the end of this conversation, we'll be able to understand uh, Hugo a little bit more than we do right now. Before we talk about the football, I believe you have to go back to Belgium because there's a second um, vaccination injection that you've got to get uh, pretty soon. So you're not going to be able to be in charge of the uh, friendly games that are going to be coming up. W what's the story there? Just take us through that process. Um, during the negotiations, I, uh, I mentioned it for Safa that for me it is uh, very important that I get my second vaccination against covid um, I get already one uh, um, in April, end of April, and I need the second one, uh, the fourth of uh, of June. So, um, and and I'm, I really uh, need it uh, in that way that uh, you know, COVID time is is not a happy time, and I'm not 20 years, so I'm a little bit older. So um, I I'll, I'll be more easy when when I get my second vaccination because then I'm protected. And uh, viewing also um, the, the trips I have to make in the in the next month, so we are starting already in uh, in September with Zimbabwe, and, and then we have to go to Ethiopia, and we have to go to Ghana. Um, I like to be protected and not to become mm -hmm. sick, 
because it is not good for me when I will be sick and it's not good for Safa because um, when I, I become sick maybe I'm, I'm one month out and, and then you, you have a new coach and he's one month out when we have to, to play the, the very important uh, games uh, for, the, for the qualification for the World Cup. So that's why I insisted, I insisted to Safa that mm -hmm. I can return to Belgium and to have my second vaccination. And they can't bring the vaccination here. I mean, I don't know how these things work, whether it's AstraZeneca, no, yeah, no, whether you're I, 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 Johnson & Johnson, yes. which one is it? I asked it in Belgium because I, I asked, can I, I, I put it in, in, in the end of June? And they said, no, mm. it's not possible because you received already your first. And if we wait longer, then, then you, don't, you, you are not protected anymore. You get your second uh, too late. So, so it's not possible. And I was happy, really happy, that uh, that they um, removed the games of June to September, because now we will have a friendly games. And, and okay, a friendly game is, is not so important than a qualification for World Cup. So it was a little bit easier for Safa to give me the chance to get to go back to Belgium and to have my second vaccination. Have you had COVID nineteen though? I'm sorry. I'm saying, have you have you had it? Have you no, no, contracted no, no, no. it? No, no, Not till, yet. no till now, uh, till now I didn't have uh, COVID. Um, so I'm happy that I didn't have it. And that's why, again, again, if you get already your first vaccination, I think you, you, you wish, you wish that the second will be as soon as possible and that you are protected because it's really a, a, a disease that nobody wants to, wants to have. Uh, there are people mm. who are dying from that. So, so I think it's understandable that uh, that someone who has his first vaccination that they will they will have his second as soon as possible. Okay, thank you so much for that clarity, Coach. Really appreciate it, and I do hope that at at no point do you ever ever uh, contract it because you are giving yourself that protection uh, that you desire and everybody else desires. And given your travels, you will definitely needed now the south african football association when we when we step back a little bit when do they approach you when do they say hugo we would want you love for you to coach this team or did you say hey safa hi i'm hugo and i've done this and this i would love to coach your country what what happened give us a, a bit of a picture of what happened there but not at the moment that uh, um, the position was vacant uh, I think uh, everybody could uh, send his CV and ask, okay, uh, I, am I the man uh, to be to be uh, the trainer of uh, the coach of uh, of Bafana Bafana? And I did it also. So uh, and I wait. I was waiting. So uh, I uh, I send everything to Safa, and then I waited. And I think um, 14 days ago, uh, I had contact with them, and they said uh, I was one of um, of the coaches when. Uh, of the possibilities, so I was was not alone, and that they will uh, that they would um, discuss and negotiate with the other candidates and see who was the best candidate for them. And I think last, uh, I'm sorry, we are Wednesday now. So last week, yeah. on uh, on Monday, I received uh, again uh, I have contact again with Safa, and we had uh, a Zoom meeting. So uh, we didn't negotiate about the contract. But we talked mm -hmm. about uh, about the project and uh, how I saw 
um, to work here in uh, in um, in South Africa and what they wanted the next years with Bafana Bafana, and uh, that was it. And they said, okay, um, we will now uh, come together and we will decide. Uh, you are not alone. There are some other candidates, and we will uh, tell you on uh, Tuesday evening uh, or Wednesday morning uh, that you are the new coach or not. And uh, they did it like that. So uh, last week on uh, on Wednesday, I think, I received um, a phone call from uh, from uh, Safa, and they told that I was uh, the new uh, coach from uh, for, uh, for Bafana Bafana. Were you ex were you excited in some way? Were you because you know I ask you that it might sound like a silly question, coach. Because just prior to Safar announcing it, I had already read that the DRC were willing and ready to welcome you as their coach. So there was a bit of confusion from my side personally because I thought, oh, okay, you know, South Africa probably lost an opportunity to have Hugo coming through and be a coach of Bafana Bafana. What was the deal there and DRC? Because it sounded like they were very disappointed. Uh, Congo. Yeah. Yeah, but, but it happens uh, with Congo like it happens with, uh, with, uh, with South Africa. So also there the, the position was vacant. And um, I get the phone call and said, uh, Coach, uh, are you interested in, in Congo? Uh, if you are, please send your CV. Eh? And, and, and that's what I did also. And uh, I had contact with them earlier than, um, than uh, South Africa. But it was just a contact. They're just asking me, uh, are you ready uh, to be the coach of Congo? And I said, OK, yes. And that, that was it. And then for 14 days, I didn't hear anything about, about Congo. And then suddenly South Africa came. And we had negotiations. And, 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 and then suddenly, I don't know why, Congo came also. So I have to, to make a choice. And, and, and I made the choice for, for, for South Africa. So that's what happened. And, and, and I know maybe that they are disappointed in Congo, but uh, they were not quick enough. I, I was uh, further in negotiations, and certainly, because when you when you're talking about negotiations, everybody's talking about money and contract. No, the project. We discussed yeah. with I discussed with Safa what what they want, what I how I see it, and and so on and so on. I didn't do it with Congo. I didn't do it with Congo. And so you didn't even get into that detail. It was just a case of yeah. you're interested, you submit your CV, and they had an expectation. Maybe they had an over-expectation, but you didn't confirm anything because what they sent out in the press release almost sounded like you had rejected them. No, 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 no. No, no, no it's not like that. Uh, I was just a candidate also uh, because before me, they asked uh, Michel Predom and, and uh, Mark Wilmots, two uh, Belgium coaches, if they wanted to to be the coach of, of Congo, and they said no, so so um, with me it was the same, and I said yes, but it it, it was no no more than that, so they didn't ask me uh, how do you see it, how do you work, uh, no, and then again suddenly 40 days later they were there and then they wanted to talk, but I had already talked with uh, with South Africa and like I said a few minutes ago I knew what I what I. Uh, what, 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 what was waiting here for me and, 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 and what they wanted and what the goals were and so on. So, so we were much further in negotiations with South Africa than with Congo. Absolutely. And that's why 
when we get to this point, this is where we welcome you officially. This is where I want to begin my conversation with you about who Hugo Bruce is, what is outlook on life, what is outlook on football, what it is that you see in South Africa, what the potential is that is here. I admired you when you did the whole transformation in Cameroon. When I read and I saw and I followed how the big name stars were not keen to come up, you know, there were call-ups that were coming through and nothing was happening. And you took a very young team. You know, when people looked at the starting lineup and they couldn't really see too many star players and they gave you no chance. They said, you know, this coach is wasting his time. There's no way that he's going to go anywhere and get anything with this team. And you progressed, coach. I mean, you won, and you won convincingly, and the football that was being played was great. It was exciting. And then you went to win the tournament, Africa Cup of Nations. And when I I looked at that scenario, Mm. and I looked at where South Africa is, and I thought to myself, okay, I might not have had your name in the hat initially, but it makes sense. What goes through your mind when when you start to almost... I don't want you to compare, Coach, Cameroon and South Africa, but there's also similarities where we're sitting with pretty much an old-age home of national team players mm-hmm. that are currently no. in the squad yeah. versus what we do have. Yeah. Give me more about that. You know, for me, uh, which is very important, is the team. And and uh, in in my team, they, they can be uh, very famous players, but they can also be young players because I want to build a team. And this is very important. And like you said, when we went to Gabon <laughs> from from uh, Cameroon, mm-hmm. everywhere in the Cameroon press, they said what they are going to do in Gabon with this team. So nobody believed in us. But I knew, I knew that I had a team. And this is very important. And that's what I want to do here also in South Africa. And when I'm talking about the team it's not only the players who are on the pitch it's also those who are on the bench and uh, uh, when you see uh, I'll give you one example Abu Bakar was not playing in Cameroon during Afghan he played one game and then he was out of the game out of the team and then he came in uh, at, uh, <clears throat> at half time in uh, against uh, against Ghana and he gave the a wonderful pass to Basagoch to, to score the second goal. And then he came in in halftime in the final against Egypt and he scored the second goal, the winning goal. And that's what I want to achieve, that you are a team. You are not a team of 11, you are a team of 23 players. And not only the players, also the medical staff. So, and when I said a team, it's, it's 35, 40 persons. And they have to work for one goal. And this is winning, victories, trying to win something. And if you don't follow, okay. If you, you're, not, you're not agreeing the way I'm working, I respect that. But then you're not with us. Because, because this is not good. If you have in the group two, three, four, ten people who are thinking otherwise than, than how the coach is, is thinking and how the coach is wanted to do, you have a big problem. So uh, I did it work. I did uh, that work in, in Cameroon, and okay, I put some some famous players out of the team, not because they don't have the quality, 
but because they, they are not team players. And this is this is very important. Uh, and also age. Uh, I said, yes, we have to put new uh, young players. But that doesn't mean that in my team there will not be a player who is 30 years. You know, you can have a, a young player of 23 years who is old. And you can, have a young you can have a player of 30 years who is very young. So for me, only one thing is important, the team. How can I um, build a, a team as strong as possible? And I don't look at names. I don't just I don't I just look at what will be the result with that team. And I know this is theory. This is this is because on the field eh, it has to happen. And and I can have um uh, uh something in mind, but then when I see the game I, I maybe I oh what what did I do? I I I make a mistake here. But okay. By making mistakes, by, by, by making failures, you can progress because you see immediately what your error, what the, what the, what the, what the mistakes are. So you, you, can, you can see, okay, that I, I don't have to do that anymore because this was not good. So, so you can progress. And that's a little bit what I did in, uh, in, um, in Cameroon. I, I put some young players and those young players showed me that they wanted to win that they wanted to show me something, that they want to go to uh, Afghan and try to win it. I said try, because winning such a tournament is not easy. You need also a little bit luck in some games. Yeah, but, but they were ready, and not the 11 they were playing. No, those 35, 40 persons, they did only one thing. How can we put the team on the, on the pitch in the best conditions and this is what is important and this is what I like to do also with South Africa and and this is a big nation and for me it's a surprise really a surprise that a nation like South Africa is not one of the most important countries in Africa when we are talking about Amer African football in Europe we are thinking about Senegal we are thinking about Ivory Coast we are thinking about Nigeria we are thinking about Egypt we are thinking now about uh, Morocco and Algeria. And then we said, oh, yes, South Africa. Ah, yeah, big country. But they are not, they are not the top of African football for us. And then I, 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 I asked myself, how is that possible? If you have the potential, uh, like in the country as South Africa, that they can't play an important role in African football. So that has to be possible. That has to be possible, but it will be tough and, and it will be hard working. And that's why I need the guys, the staff, um, the team who is ready to work hard. And if we work hard, we will succeed. I'm, 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 I'm for 100% sure. But Absolutely. everybody. Let, let, let me just come in here quickly, Coach. I'm not cutting you off because I don't want to hear what you're saying. I've got to take an ad break. And after the break, we continue our chat with Bafana Bafana National Team Coach. He's been newly appointed. He's just arrived in the country 48 hours ago and he's here with us exclusively on Marawa Sports Worldwide. Your questions and more. We continue this very, very intriguing chat. Hashtag NSW. Hello, Mr. Rob. Um, look, um, the new Bafana Bafana coach has to be given a chance. 
he comes to our shores with um, obviously the uh, Cameroonian uh, victory and experience. It is something that um, we can benefit from. Uh, so, uh, but that that being the case, you know, we need to give him a chance, you know, and. Uh, um, my side, I'm particularly impressed with his um, emphasis on a youthful Bafana. You know, that has been my my concern, you know, from from day one. So let's give him a chance. Let's give him a chance. It's um, Bulelo from Elliot. Evening, Rob and the coach. This is Yanda in Clermont. I've got one question to our new appointed coach. What is he promising us as the Bafana Bafana supporters? And what changes can we expect? Thank you. Uh, good evening, Robert. Uh, you are speaking to Wundutu and Peter Maris Beck. Uh, Robert, I would like to ask who coach Hugo Oguti. What are the changes that he is bringing to our national team and what he is playing style? And uh, can he please mention maybe five players that he identified young players because uh, I heard him say that he will use youngsters. Uh, can you please mention maybe about five players that he identified that he thinks they, they will help uh, uh, the national team to go forward? Thank you. Um, Robs is Mr. M here. My question to coach is uh, that uh, when he assessed Bafana Bafana uh, before he applied for the post, what attracted him to to this post actually and the other thing is um, what um, has picked up in terms of the strength the weaknesses of Bafana Bafana or South Africa um, South Africans uh, football players um, in general and what um, strategies does he, does he think that uh, he will come up with in order to ensure that those weaknesses are uh, um, uh, combated in, in a way or uh, you know uh, me are combated in a way uh, thanks thanks Rob I'm Arawa Tony from Park, yeah. I see the coach hasn't decided yet on which assistant South African to take I would advise him if he wants to take someone you should look in a matter of uh, Eric Tinkler I know Eric Tinkler was supposed to take over the reins of him was speculation and things but I think that will be a good system for him because he's the class of 96 he went to Africa knows Africa and I think it will be a good idea for him to learn from the coach if he would take the offer from thank you good afternoon Mr. Rob good afternoon Mr. Rob I think the coach will be given a chance to do his work maybe he'll come up with something new that will build that will build South African football and make it better like other coach did. Thank you, Mr. Rob. It's Chief Yain Hofstad. Thank you, Mr. Rob. All right, an open and honest conversation that we're having here with the newly appointed Bafana Bafana coach, Hugo Bruce, and uh, getting his strategy, his way forward. Coach, maybe just firstly school us about the pronunciation of your surname. 
<laughs> of my name. Yeah, Hugo. Brosh. Brosh. Yes. Okay. O. All right. It's not U. Bruce is O. Brosh. Brosh. Yes. Okay. Right. I got it right, right? Yes, yes, yes. You did okay. very well. Okay. All right. I don't. Want, I never want to butcher anybody's name or surname. So that's why I've, I'm giving you that opportunity. So at least we have it firsthand how to pronounce our national team coach. <laughs> thank you for that. It's not so important. <laughs> it is. Trust me. It yeah. is. I respect people's surnames, coach. Yeah, okay. okay. I respect you. them very, very much thank indeed. Uh, but also know that you've also got a nickname already. So I'll tell you about that a little oh, bit yes. later. You know that, right? No, 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 no. Your nickname is Fafa. And that means? Oh, no. <laughs> you know, when you, obviously, you must know this. Your name and surname is almost the same as Hugo Boss, right? Ah, yes, yes, yes. So when you take your fragrance and you spray, what kind of sound does that have when you're ah, spraying your... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand. You understand it, right? Yes, yes, thank you. We, we, we love it that way in South Africa, <laughs> okay. so... No problem, no problem. <laughs> That's a bit of a light moment as well. But thanks, Coach, for your indulgence. The, the, some of the important questions, though, that are coming through, let me maybe just indulge one or two of the questions that came through our voice note. Mbulela um, was just basically saying, let's give the coach a chance, which we understand, and that's exactly what will happen. Um, and two of the voice notes talked about changes. That was Sianda as well as Ndutugo, yeah. uh, talking about what is he promising, what changes is bringing, um, etc. But also talking on the issue of style. If 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 you was associated with a certain style of football, how would you describe your style, coach? Um, offensive. So uh, um, aggressive in a way, mm -hmm. and um, I like uh, nice football. So uh, I don't uh, like kick and rush. I don't like it. So I need combination. I like sorry. I like combination football. Uh, with uh, a good, a good um, uh, physically basic, because this is very important. And when I, I say uh, physically, it's it's on the level of running, and also on the level of of, of to be strong, because this is ne this is uh, modern football. You need to run, as you see, um, in, in 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 big games. Uh, uh, players are, are running 12 kilometers, 13 kilometers. So this is a lot of a lot of uh, kilometers you have to run, and you have to run it nearly on the same uh, level. So you need a good a good physical physical basic, and also when you are in 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 duel with someone, you have to be strong. So this is also important. Um, so this is a little bit what I want to see uh, in my team. When we lose the ball, that we are aggressive, and that don't mean that we have to make uh, uh, faults and, and, and we a red card and yellow cards. No, but but the the, the opponent uh, has to feel that I'm there. This is what I mean with aggressive. So, uh, and this is a little bit what I like to see when when uh, Bafana Bafana will will play the next games. If you had to liken it to any of the international coaches that we know, whether it's club coaches or international uh, club 
or international football coaches, uh, Hugo, is would it be on the similar vein as, let's say, a Jose Mourinho, Pep Guardiola? Would you look at it, or oh, Vincent Del Bosque? Oh. I mean, is, is there somebody who epitomizes what you believe football should be like? I think, and, and I think there are many coaches like that. I think uh, Pep Guardiola is, is playing uh, with all the teams where he was. Um, uh, Barcelona was 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 really fantastic, but but then he could go. He went to uh, Germany, a totally different style than Spain, and mm. uh, he made them play good. And then now he's in England for several years ago. Uh, England uh, before was kick and rush, and and um, and you see Manchester City playing. So every time you see the hand of Guardiola, and um, that's uh, really a, a coach that I admire. Um, because he he has his style, and everywhere where he is, you see his style. You see, oh, Guardiola is there, because his team is playing like he wants, and 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 and, and this is something for a coach. Um, if you see uh, your your team playing like you have it in your mind, this is the the, the it's really you, you become very happy about that as a coach. It might be an unfair question given how new you are to the role, but Ndutugo asked about whether you've identified at least five players uh, that you believe should be in the squad, that you believe are the right mechanic to take mm. Bafana Bafana forward. Mm. Um, you have to excuse me, but uh, now in this moment I will not comment on that because uh, whatever I said now, mm. And in two months or, or in September, you will see something else. Everyone will be, hey, hey you said that and now you're doing that. As, uh, you know that uh, we have to make a new team, um, a younger team, if it's mm -hmm. possible. Eh? So I think I will have some time to, 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 uh, to find the players who, will, who can and will play uh, like I has it in my mind. So when I say now A, B, C, D and E and in, against uh, the, the game against Zimbabwe none of those players are there what are you going to tell me then? what are you going to say to me? hey, you said those players are now they don't play with so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking now I'm, I'm searching now and uh, I will have a meeting in the next days with, uh, with the South African um, assistant coach because he will be very important the next weeks and days, because who is he going to be? I, this is something. Uh, it will be tomorrow. After tomorrow, everybody will know. So it's not the moment now to tell you who it will be. Mm. Um, so well, I believe, though, coach, very quickly, I believe that you were quite impressed by the former coach of Bafana Bafana, quite strangely, uh, Mulifinzeki, uh, with what he has to give. He, would he be one of the candidates for the job or are you looking for something completely different so that you can begin your journey on a clean slate i think i think the most important thing is when you when you choose a new um assistant coach is that the he uh, he has the same um how can you tell that uh, he thinks the same that i'm thinking mm. and that's why that's why i need before i need a chat with him i need a meeting with him uh, where we can talk about football, how how is how how uh, is seeing the, the 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 game and and the players and how I uh, see it, and if that 
is uh, is if is, is, is that agreeing is my is uh, the mind of thinking and my mind of thinking, then it's okay. Mm-hmm. But you can't take uh, an assistant who is thinking different than you. Because, yeah, because you've seen, like you've you, you've criticized and said that what you've witnessed with the current Bafana Bafana is that they're too old. And obviously the former coach was the one who selected those players that are too old. So you'd be looking at somebody who has a similar yeah, philosophy but, yeah. where I look at no, the no. next team that you, you're going to be calling out needs to be 25 years or younger. Otherwise, I want to say, yeah, hey. you, you know, they asked me what's old and what's young. I said, yeah, what's young and what's old? It's different to tell. Yeah, but tell, try to try to. Tell. And I said, okay, what's under twenty-five is young, and what's mm. over twenty-five is old. But this is this is not right. This is not right. A player of twenty-six year, years old is not old. He's mm. not old. So so they just uh, asked me, yeah, make show it what is old and what is so. I will not, I will, a player of 26, uh, I will take him if he's good enough and he has the qualities. I will take a player of 21 if he's good and he has the qualities. I will take a player of 33 years old if he's good and he has the qualities. So, but, but now, if I, if I, if I, when I said I, I have to um, um, make, take some younger players that the team is a little bit younger, it's, it's thinking about, about the future. Because when you play with this team now, in two years, when you're going to Afghan, they are 35 years old. And then you have to start to, 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 to look for new uh, younger players. So this is not possible. So you have to look a little bit further than today. And, 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 and what I have to say also, uh, you said yes, but the former coach um, choose those players. But you know, um, every coach is making a little bit um, the same mistake. So when you work with it, with a group and you work good with a group, you're not thinking about changing. And then suddenly, suddenly, you you see that that you have a team, all players of 29 and 30 and 28. And I think the former coach, if we would uh, been uh, uh, if we would been coached now. He would starting and changing the team also, because you know if I have to go to uh, uh, Qatar next year for the World Cup, he can't go with only players of 29, 30, 31, and thirty-two mm. years. So because uh, again, sorry, coach, we're just heading to the news. It's 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 seven o'clock. Um, maybe something for us to think about. And when you look at the transformation of the potential players for England. Um, and I know that ESPN was talking about this even yesterday. You look at a guy like Phil Foden, he's 20. Mason Greenwood is 19. Jude Bellingham is 17. Bukayo Saka is 19. Callum hudson Adoy is 20. Trent Alexander-Arnold is 22. Reese James is 21. Aaron Wan-Bissaka is 23. Mason Mount is 22. Declan Rice is 22. Marcus Rashford is 23. Jaden Sanko is 21. I can go on. These are players that can make the starting lineup of England in their next game. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, we're chatting to Bafana Bafana coach. Uh, that's Hugo Brosh. She's chatting to us up until the bottom of the hour. Right now, it is top of the hour. Time for news. Uh, let's hear what's been happening in the world and everywhere else. Oh, been such a busy, busy day. 
believe you me. Uh, from a news perspective, Evelyn Dongwani is here with us with the news. Worldwide. Member of the technical committee of the South African Football Association, the legend himself, David Nyati, explaining to us how we arrived at Hugo Bruce. Assistant coaches, what happens? Fortunately, Robsy, he has indicated that he will only want to bring one assistant, but uh, he also would love to work with the South African coaches. Would it be correct to say that in his interview with yourselves as the technical committee, he did ask for Mulefinzeki to be his one of his assistants? No, he did, he did say he would like to work with a local coach. He, he didn't never, specify. He, ne- he, ne- he never mentioned names, so. Okay, so he didn't specify that? No. Hashtag NSW. Hi Rob, hope you're good. Um, this is Mbeshe from Cape Town. I just have one um, question for the coach. Um, coach Hugo, uh, welcome to the country. Uh, I just wanted to know, what is your vision? Where do you want to place us after five years? Yeah, thank you so much. Evening Marawa, evening Kosh, welcome to South Africa. Uh, we hope Kosh you are going uh, to help us because we are really in trouble and I hope it won't take five years. Uh, I think one year and the second year, I think something must show, but I would like you Kosh to tell us briefly about the mandate that you got from SAFA. Thank you. Evening, Mr. Marawa. Evening, Mr. Hugo Bruce. Um, I need to ask uh, Mr. our coach, our Fafana Bafana coach, a question. Mr. Coach, uh, we heard before Carlos Pereira who won the World Cup. What do you think you have that uh, differs from all the coaches that failed to produce in Bafana Bafana. What is the difference between you and them? And what do you think you can bring to the team that they did not brought into our team? What do you think they missed? They missed out. It's Moses Mukwena of Hamukwagwahila. Thank you, Mr. Marab. Good evening, Robinho. Would you please ask uh, Mr. Bruce what does he know about South African football? Anything in general. But in football, what does he know? My first question. Second question. Did he ever coach any South African player in his uh, coaching career? It's Mswesue from Middleburg. Thanks for the nice show, Robinho. Uh, good evening, Malupoto. Uh, this is Kozilain Apedin. Uh, let me first welcome the coach to South Africa and to the national team. Uh, I just want to wish the coach all the best and the whole country. 
we forget about the past and we move forward and uh, I would ask all South Africans also to do that stay behind the coach and uh, let's see what he's bringing for the country and everything will be just fine at the end of the day I think thank you Evelyn Tongwani, thank you so much for the news at the top of the hour. Chatting to the newly appointed Bafana Bafana coach, and one thing that you can already get is a sense of him wanting to do well, number one. Number two, he wants something new. He wants a younger team. He wants a team that is hungry for success. He wants to almost refresh what has been happening right now. He made mention that it's difficult to just say it's 25 and below because if there's somebody who's 27 but brilliant and fits into his plans, then that person should be selected. Now, one thing already from this discussion, I've never met Hugo in my life. I've always followed his career. I know what the man is about from where I sit and where I stand. But what he pronounces here is important as a country. And what he pronounces is a vision and he also takes a stand i can always appreciate a coach that takes a stand i can always appreciate a coach that tells us where he wants to go and not just dilly dally and try and say the right things he's not trying to say the right things he's trying to say the things that he thinks are right for the country and there's a big difference there and as we always do Any coach that steps into the position because is given the power and the authority to step into the position is we will support that person. But he will know that we are the watchdogs, we will follow what he does, and we will always impress upon him the fact that you said this, you said that, but you're not doing it. And that is why we have these conversations. And the fact that it's been such a beautiful football conversation also impresses me because Hey, South Africa, we have been terrible as a country. Let nobody lie to you. We have been a mess. We have been atrocious. We have been despicable. We've been every word that is bad, given what we have. And I'm sure Yoga will also see the facilities that we have and think, how on earth is this country always there in the 70s, 80s, 100s in terms of world football rankings. How come they can't do better than that? We've been a mess. And if he can come through and change that, then I'll understand. I'll sit back and say, beautiful decision. In fact, he was very bold today. And that is why I'm saying that I would always appreciate somebody who's bold. And he said very clearly in the press conference that don't be angry if we are not qualifying for the World Cup, Qatar. But in 2023, there is AFCON. And if we are qualified for that, and if we are not qualified for that, you can kill me. He said that. He said if we don't qualify for AFCON, next one. You can kill me. And you live by those words, coach. You meant that in that press conference. Not literally, because, you know, we're on the 40th funeral. Yes, I, I but 
Yeah. <laughs> but 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 you meant that in every word that take you out of the job. Never mind the mandate, but if you don't qualify for 2023, you are as good as going back for your vaccination and never coming back to South Africa. <laughs> yes, but uh, you, you know, you, you you have, as a coach and as a team, uh, you need some goals. And you need also to be realistic. And and uh, I heard here uh, words like, it was a mess, it was, a, it was terrible, it was... Mm. So we have a lot of work. And when you have a lot of work, you can't do that on, on, on one month of, or, or two months. And there will be periods that it doesn't go well. And then suddenly, yes, because you see what happens, you can make a correction and, and you make two steps ahead again. So this is little bit what we can expect. And if you are realistic and you see against who you have to play for the qualification of the World Cup, you play against three teams who are qualified for AFCON. All the three teams are Ethiopia, Zimbabwe and Ghana. They are qualified for AFCON. We are not. So it will be tough. But we will do everything, everything to qualify us. Who don't want to go to the World Cup? You have to be crazy to say, oh, World Cup is not interesting. Yeah, it's for everyone, for players, for the country, for the coaches. This is, this is the, the, the highest thing um, you, you can achieve as a player, being on the World Cup. So we will do it, but you will. You have also to be realistic. And, and, and the, the last uh, year, it was a mess. I, I didn't uh, say that. I hear it. No, no I hear I'm it. saying it. I, so, I say yeah, it, so, Coach. I, so, I don't say it apologetically. South Africa in football has been a mess yeah, internationally so, at the senior national so team. So if you have to clean a mess... <laughs> it's, it's not uh, on, 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 on you know, with a fingertip. No, no, no. Mm. You have to work and you have to make the right decisions. And, and so it's, it's a huge work. And, 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 and what I said also about, about young players, don't think now that suddenly there will be 10 young players on the pitch. No, because it doesn't work either. You need also experience. Mm. Yeah, you need also the player on the right on the right position, so it has a huge work. It has to be. It it will be a huge a huge work. And therefore, again, I repeat, it's so important that I can work with a South African coach, because he knows F South Africa. For the mm. moment, I know a little bit of South Africa, but he knows everything. So when I ask him, okay, are there which young players do you think? They need a, a chance in, in Bafana, Bafana, and they are now playing here in, in, uh, in South Africa. He can answer me. I cannot answer you now. If you ask me, tell me five young players, I can answer you because I don't know it. Sure. So this is very important. I have next to me the guy who knows South Africa. But do you think you've know, you know the person that you want? Do you know the name of the person that you're going to announce to South Africa in the next what, 48 hours? Yes, I know. You know him already? Yeah. Hmm. And I agree. I'm happy with him. He's not the under-23 coach. I I can't uh, uh, make a comment on that. You will see tomorrow after tomorrow. Yeah. But again, you're talking now about uh, the U23. This is the future of South Africa. It's a good team. They are going to the Olympics.
So for them, it's a, a fantastic experience to play there. And we will see after, your, after the Olympics. That's the moment they can come to Bafana, Bafana, if they play good, if they make good performances, if they show me that they are ready to come. This is young players. So, and I, 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 I wouldn't... Um, um, if, if they are five, six, seven, okay, I take them. Mm. But they have to be ready. Don't, don't take young players because you have to take young players. It doesn't work. They have to be ready. And I think just before uh, we talked about, uh, I think, t 10 English players who are young. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay, but they didn't come like that. Mm. Uh, the coach who is there is already two years there, I think, uh, in England. So it took also a team who was a mess. Yeah. But little by little, he put some young play players like Rashford, and, and now they are, they, are, they are the basic of the English team. England has, has a good team of young players. Mm. So this is the way to work. And if you're talking about young players, don't think then that the coach uh, will uh, take in immediately only young players and he will play with that. We will, not yeah. be, we will not be on AFCON 23 if we do that. And I respect that, coach. Uh, I, I, as a final parting shot in terms of the, 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 the assistant coach, I, I really wonder, maybe from my side, if I could guess if his initials are VM, uh, it, it might be the case. But let's drop that for now. You know where your headache lies, coach? Your biggest headache lies in what you do about international players that are playing abroad. And that is a difficulty that South Africa had in the past. We have, as far as my last count is concerned, we've got 65 men who are playing in clubs across Europe and around the world. Mm. And I'm talking about the likes of Leicester City's Lishabella. Yeah. I'm talking about Brentford's Camuela Bococho, uh, Unclair, who plays League, uh, League One for Rochdale, uh, you know, Maddie Patterson, we all know, is at yeah. South Shields. There are so many players, yeah. you know, even Sean's son. Sandler, um, Sandler of is, Manchester City. Absolutely. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, so know you've got all of those players. I mean, Tavares is playing for uh, Crystal Palace. You, you've yeah, got yeah. Krista Dulu, who's at Manchester yeah. City as yeah. well, yeah. in the Premier League. Yeah. How, how do you manage the balance, coach, yes. of the players who are getting the best facility training, yeah. the best coaching. They might sit on the bench and not get game time on match day, yeah. but they are there. They are part of the match day squad, but yeah. they don't play. Yeah. But they are far superior. When you look at Percy Dow, Percy Dow was South Africa's best. He mm -hmm. goes back to his parent club, you know, and his parent club doesn't really play him much. He was playing more football while he was on loan, playing Champions yeah, League, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, going to... Yeah. Park the Browns playing at PSG, playing yes. at Madrid, yes. but he can't even play at Brighton Hove Albion. Yes, but so how do you balance this, coach? Yes. I really want your, your view on first, this. First of all, I have to say you're talking about uh, 65 players who are playing abroad. I don't think they all play. This is already one uh, remark I have to make. When I was in, in Cameroon, they told me also, yes, but we have... And they give me a list of players who are playing abroad. Mm. And then you're, you're going to look, and then immediately there, there are a number of players who don't play. So 
what do you do with with uh, with players who don't play in their club? They don't have the rhythm of the game. So you don't have to take them then because they are playing abroad. And are they better than some players here in South Africa? Question mark. Mm. <laughs> uh, so it's not because you are playing abroad that you are better than a South African player. So you have really you have really to investigate. Okay, first of all, where is he playing? Is a player who is, for example, playing in Azerbaijan, is he better than the player who is playing here in South Africa? Just because he's playing abroad? No. So you have to be careful with that. And, and for sure, I'm, I'm, I agree with that, that there are some players who are playing abroad who are better. But, but don't take, again, 10 other players. Then you put all the South African players aside, and this is not what I have, to, what I like to do, because here, here, here you have something you can look, you can choose, you can abroad. Those are those those players. So there is no choice. This is the player. Here you have a right back, a South African, but maybe in the other team is a better right back. So the choice is, is bigger, and 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 so, um, foreign players. Maybe, maybe some foreign players have more experience. And you talked about Tau. I know him very well because he played for two uh, clubs in Belgium. So I know very well how good he is. But you see, when is uh, uh, Tau, um, uh, when is he getting good? When he was playing. When he was playing in Anderlecht, when he was playing in Bruges. When he was playing in his English team, he was not good because he was not playing. So, okay, we will look at those players abroad. But, but would you call him, though, coach? What? And, and that's a great example because Anderlecht and Bruges, those are your two former teams, right? And you know that Tao played brilliantly when he played there. He was enjoying his football. The fans loved yeah. him. And UEFA Champions League is the highest honor, yeah. an honor that Brighton and Hove Albion will never see. Yeah. And mark my words, I'm not saying this out of disrespect, Brighton and Hove Albion will never play UEFA Champions League. Sure, but yeah. Percy Dow has been able to play yeah, that yeah, yeah. and played it very, yeah. very well. But he's been on the bench or he's been sidelined or he's be, we've been told that he's got an injury. Mm. Now, if you had a, a call-up to make next week for a game that has to be played on Tuesday, yeah. would you call him up given the fact sure. that he hasn't played? Sure. Uh, sure. Because, Give okay, yes, but uh, there's a difference. There is a difference. You are playing in a club. I find, no, no. You are in a, in a, take an English club and you don't play. You don't play not because you're injured. You don't play because maybe for the coach you are not good enough. So in this case of, of Percy Tau, okay, you don't play now because he's injured. This is different. And when he's fit, First of all, we have to know if, if he is fit to play. And when uh, Percy is fit, he will be with the team because he can. He becomes the most, of, not most, one of the important players for the future. So you have to make a difference. And that's why I, I, I say again, if you, you give me a list of those uh, 65 players who are playing abroad, mm. immediately when I, look, when I do a little bit search, Immediately, I can I can uh, cancel or annulate uh, uh, the thirty players. Yeah, I was going to say you probably might have you might have at the most seventeen 
out of the 65 yes, you would maybe consider. i don't know i, yeah. I will not uh, give you a number but but i am sure of it i have the same yeah. experience in 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 uh, in, uh, in cameroon and then there is some player who's playing in in a club you, you even don't know the club <laughs> matter of speaking and then he's even not playing there but he's yeah. playing abroad yeah what do we have to do with such a player so you look you're looking forward to this experience i can tell coach we we're looking forward to being part of that journey with you yeah and um i know that time is not on our side we 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 come to the end of the show but the one thing i can tell you is that it's a difficult job south africans we demand a lot although we've experienced very little success at national team level mm. i i mentioned 96 it's a long time ago. A lot of people that are listening to the show were probably not even born yet. They don't know what success. Mm. They don't even know what a successful Bafana Bafana team I is. I yeah. know. But, and but, it is in your hands, coach. Yeah. But, it but, is in your hands sorry to that, try and change I'm that. sorry that I interrupted you, but do you, no think, problem. do you think that my job was easy in Cameroon? It was Do difficult. you think that? I, was, I, I know your experience. It was tough. You, you know, you know. You were when, unpopular yeah, in when, Cameroon. When I initially. came, when I came there, nobody wanted to go bros as a coach. Nobody. Mm, I know. Because I didn't work in Africa and, and so on and so on. And there were other coaches they wanted, French coaches, because okay, uh, Cameroon has a tradition of French coaches. Uh, and and who was Hugo Bros? Who was? And in the beginning, in the beginning, really, I had a tough time. Hey, be, make, make us, coach, I'm sorry to disturb you. We, we have to go. But who is Hugo Brush, as you say? Make us know that name. Make your name go alongside Clive Barker's name. Mm. Make your name go in, alongside at least a Carlos Kirosh who managed to qualify us. Your name can be written in lights. It is in your hands. It's in those Belgian hands of yours. You need to improve the position that we, you played in uh, you can, as a defender, yeah, as yeah. a national team player, uh, as a club great at Bruges and Underlecht. You need to tell us and show us hmm. that you can deliver. You can, we expect a lot from you, sir. You can, do, you can be sure that uh, I will do everything, and when I say everything, to be successful. You can be Thank sure you, of coach. that. And I hope that I succeed. Because in football, you never know. I'll see you soon. Thank yes, you so much thank for you your very time. Much. I really appreciate it. Thank Good you. luck. Yes, bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you so much, Fafa. Wow. Oof. When you talk football, man. It has to run in the veins. Otherwise, forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it, but you can't forget about Tamakesha because they've left a mark, whatever mark that is. You've got a book, Ayabongatawa. Is it a memoir? Is it an online? Please explain to me. No, it's just some of my thoughts, you know. Um, on what, what is it titled? It's titled The Economy on Your Doorstep. That's a brilliant yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. I, I, I read a couple of you know, people when they when they when they when they preview something and they respond to it. Mm. And I was like, yo man, I, I know this human being. <laughs> I, I, I talk to him in the evening, you know, 
And here he is doing great stuff. And I want to read. It's not you are trying to fafa, you know, the greatness. <laughs> you know, fafarization <laughs> is part of cashierization. You know this. You know this. Congratulations, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, the e-book is out uh, and uh, the hard copy one, Libambe Gayo, out in the next week or so. Oh, I look forward to that reading. Yeah, yeah. I, I really, really do. I, I think I was bowled over when I saw it. I was like, yeah, there's a cashier right there doing cashierized things. You know this. You know for this. a cashierized nation. La, la, la. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, man. Are we in the third wave already? I don't think so, hey? I, I mean, I think we, we're seeing uh, rises in daily infections in certain parts of the country. Um, and I wouldn't say we're in a third wave in the sense of what we saw, for instance, in parts of Europe, in, in the US, what we're seeing in India now. Probably not there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no reason for us to, to rest on our laurels, hey? Because it is coming. And I think if we take that uh, approach... Uh, we know that we are likely to hit a peak soon, but the big question is the severity of that peak. Yeah, if, if I could find laurels, I'll rest on them now. I'm tired of these waves of yours. <laughs> <laughs> Get me a laurel any day. Yes, yes. Yeah, because you're yeah, waving and waving and waving and waving. <laughs> Get tired of waving. Says Here's a personal question for you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know you love your sneakers. Oh, my sneakers, eh? Yeah. Yeah. I know how you've progressed from that one to this one. I won't mention the brand. But yeah. if if somebody tells you that Adidas and Pharrell Williams, there's like a closer sneaker it's not about us. that's been launched, but won't be sold in South Africa. Oh. What sense does that make? Well, the sneaker draws inspiration from Kosas. It's not about Kosas. It's not about them. You know? Aye. So we mustn't wear it. It's not about us. It's got nothing Danger. to do with us. I'm not saying Danger. don't wear it. I mean, if you're in the States and you come across Ulundu or whatever, you know, cop it, take it, you know. But I'm saying don't wear the fact that they don't want to sell it here. Swing me, It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Works. We draw inspiration, you know. There's places, you know these places where people go and eat. There's Italian places in South Africa where the people have never been to Milan. Or, or anyway, they've never been to Italy. No, but that's the same thing I thought about the other day. You know, people talk about Greek salad. Mm. And, okay, why and Athens when? They've never been to Athens. So <laughs> if, if you had said Tosa salad or... Like Mpog. Yeah, who would buy that? <laughs> yeah, it's probably... Because, you must open that in Athens. Mpogoko salad or dressing. You must open it there in yeah. Yeah, all that. You said the rest of the moves there? Indonesia? Yeah, 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 yeah. You listening? People of the waves. 
Mpoko, Mushu, and we were listening. You were about to carry on with the others. Yeah, you mean, uh, oh, you're Madumbi. Oh, Madumbi. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> but that doesn't have a on it. Yeah. Problem go la Timana, man. What's your legend? Why does everyone uh, come in and open a restaurant and sell you their food? But Lona Alvarez is it? Yeah, there's no Mbokoko uh, uh, in uh, Beijing. <laughs> but you know how many Chinese restaurants I've hey, seen around the country? Bra, those chow mein places. Yeah. Oh. Ah. That but time we have, I have never been to Guangzhou, but yeah, Chow Mein Yangena. Yangena. I don't, what's in Chow Mein anyway? <laughs> hey, Baba, it's do you a want beef Chow Mein, oh. it's a chicken Chow Mein. You don't even know if there's a monkey yeah, Chow Mein. But I mean, in even there, that beef one, eating. have you seen it? No, it I'm never like sure, beef. Baba. I am never sure. Think on my soul. Yeah, I think on my pleasant. So, there's no such thing. So, uh, mm. you know what we'll do uh, with your uh, Ferrell Williams. Uh, Mbokoko sneakers. Mm. We'll switch and have uh, Messi Pagela sneakers opening in London and New York. Hey, that would be really cool. Eh? You see. But I can tell you now, when uh, just that. Messi Pagela wants there. Go and walk and there on commissioner. Go and walk there on commissioner next week. You, will, you will see Uluntu sneakers. Ooh. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. At what price? Go there to Small Street. You know? At what price? Or there on Love Day. They're in those streets, they're in the CBT. You'll see Uluntu. Maybe it'll be written Ubuntu. But spelling is not strong there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. But you're not there to buy words, Chief. You're there to buy the sneaker. <laughs> but the words drag you to the sneakers.